Hey, what's happening, good people? And welcome to the Beard Always Wins podcast. Yes, the Beard Always Wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. But more importantly, it's a podcast. And we a podcast that you should be listening to. And one that I'm grateful that you're listening to right now. So thank you all for all the love and support. And you know what? I'm calling this episode Drama, 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 Drama. And more drama. And think about drama. Drama is very entertaining. Drama is very entertaining. People are going to tune in to drama. If it's any kind of, that's why, why do you think Real Housewives of Atlanta and all those other reality TV shows are so, are so um, popular? Because it's a drama. The drama is the reason why they are so popular. But this one here, I'm talking about some drama that's going on up in Athens town. I'm talking about Justin Fields and his transfer issues. We're also going to talk about signing day and what my dogs did for signing day. Which is very interesting because this Justin Fields uh, story affects it. It affects it. So, let's just go back. Let's go back to a year ago. Today. A year ago today. Let's look. Justin Fields, he he has decommitted from Penn State. And he decides to sign with the University of Georgia. He decides to sign with the University of Georgia, right? Now, the same University of Georgia, this is where Jake Fromm is preparing his team. They have just won. Actually, Jake Fromm, they, they've just won uh, the SEC championship. They're going to the Rose Bowl college football playoff, right? Jake, at this point in time, Justin Fields is in the building. He's an early enrollee, so he's in the building, right? He's in the building. And Georgia goes on, they beat Oklahoma, lose to Alabama in overtime, right? The same Justin Fields that's there. He's there. He goes through spring training. The kid looks good, albeit it's spring training. Can't touch the quarterback, right? But he looks good. He's quick, fast, and he can throw it a country mile. I went and I saw Justin. I went to G-Day just really to see Justin Fields. I, that's that's the main reason why I went to G Day. I really wanted to see Justin Fields, so I get the, I'm, I'm watching it, and just and I have watched just I watched this thing play out. Kirby Smart says, "Hey, we're not. I have no quarterback. I haven't named a quarterback. <clears throat> Mainly, it's, po- it's possibly because he just wants to pacify Justin Fields, keep him happy. But Justin Fields, while he has all the physical tools, right?" He has all the physical tools, but mentally, he he's not there yet. He's not on the same level as Jake Fromm. Listen, all Jake Fromm has done in his two years at Georgia is throw for over 5,000 yards, 51 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. In fact, this year, Jake Fromm was third in passing efficiency behind Kyler Murray and two attack of Aloha, two Heisman Trophy finalists. Now, Jake Fromm, he has... At least one year. He, he's got to be at Georgia for at least one more year. At the very least. I always consider him as an Eric Murray type. He should. He's going to stay the four years. But. Nevertheless. Justin Fields is there. And Justin Fields. He played in 12 games. Listen. Let me tell you. This is the most I've ever seen. And I've been watching Georgia football for a long time. But this is the most I've ever seen. A true freshman Backup quarterback play. I mean, play meaningful snaps. 
at the University of Georgia, a backup. This is the most, and I'm talking about for a winning team. This is the most I've ever seen. I've ever seen a true freshman backup quarterback play at the University of Georgia. In fact, DJ Shockley was a redshirt freshman when he was splitting time with David Green. But I'm here to tell you right now that Justin Fields is not better than Jake Fromm right now. He probably he probably has a higher ceiling. But right now he's not better than Jake Fromm. In fact, the fact that he wants to transfer makes me question some, some his decision making because all right, so nowadays you could transfer and it's possible he might get to he doesn't have to sit out a year, right? And they're going to use the loophole because um I think I want to say it was during the Tennessee game. Uh, a fan screamed out, hey, put the N-word in. And he was a baseball player. But from the stands, a, a, a fan screamed that out. And and it offended some people. So I think they're going to use that. But let me tell you something. This isn't about race, right? He's lived in the state of Georgia his whole life. I'm from Georgia. And I'm not making it. And not listen. And before you guys say, Armand, you're making this. You saying it's okay to call people in work? No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is this, right? This is the first time that he's been called in work, and it won't be the last. But the one thing I will say that that young man who chanting out those, uh, who was screaming those, uh, those uh, racial slurs, this man has lost his scholarship. He, he got kicked off the team, kicked out of school, and he lost his, his scholarship. He's no longer a part of the University of Georgia. So UGA did what they were supposed to do, and they handled it quick, fast, in a hurry. But if the Fields family is going to use this as a loophole to transfer and play immediately, uh, I, I think it's a cop-out. I really think it's a cop-out. In fact, and, and, and then I don't know where else he would go, right? People say Ohio State. People are saying Ohio State, Florida State, UCLA. Um, I don't think he's... There's gonna be a better position for him to be in. Listen, if he wants the years, to, he's just gonna to have to be patient. Because here's what he should he should do: he should redshirt this year. He should stay at the University of Georgia in redshirt. Take the redshirt, and and here's why: because he'll still have two years to play. If he redshirts this year, right? And Jake Fromm leaves. He still has two years at the University of Georgia. Right? Two years. Even if Jake Fromm decides to stay another year, he has two years. He'll have his redshirt sophomore season. He has, yeah, redshirt sophomore, redshirt junior, redshirt senior. He'll still have three years to be the starting quarterback. And trust me, physically, like, even though Georgia bought in DeWan Thomas, uh, Harris, excuse me, and they got uh, Stetson Bennett back, and they might get John Reese Plumley, which is kind of looking like a no because they just re-signed Stetson Bennett, the mailman, who um, actually was on Georgia's team as a walk-on, went the junior college route, and now he's back on scholarship. That might tell you something. Justin Fields probably on his way out the door, um, but I say all of that to say this, right? Why? That this Georgia team is built for success. They're built for success. Listen, Georgia 
it is brought in right now currently the number two, the number two uh, ranked recruiting class in the nation. That means over the past since 2016, 2016, I want to say it was um, they were number six, number three, and 17, number one, 18, number two, 19, which is this year. Right. So that's what that's that's what I'll tell you. And the offensive line, oh my God, there's not gonna be a better offensive line he'd go play for unless he's going to Alabama. And I'll be on point this challenge to say, hey, wait, Georgia offensive line just might be just as good as Alabama. Right? I would. I would go on record to say that. Right? Top two offensive lines, he he's playing behind one of them. And with that being said, he elects to transfer. And Georgia has weapons upon weapons on weapons on weapons. They just got a five-star recruit in Dominic Blaylock. They still got Tommy Bush who didn't get to play. J.J. Holloman is emerging. Um, you still got uh, Trey Bishop. Listen, Georgia has weapons. James Cook, who's probably going to be more of a slot-type receiver. In fact, I think James Cook is will probably end up being the Isaiah McKenzie next year, filling the Isaiah McKenzie role. Yeah. And Kevin Ridley might come back. He might go to the NFL. He might. But he might come back. All I'm saying is this. Georgia is in a prime position to win and to win now. Yes, they're going to have to go through Alabama and it might, they might not win, they might not, but there's no other team. In fact, I watched this year, watch the college football playoffs. No other team is going to beat Alabama. In fact, Tua might not even play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> that's, say, that's telling you how good Georgia is. Two losses, you know. Two losses at all. But anyway, um, Justin Fields transferring. I just ran it on for 10 minutes about this. Um, but I say all of that to say really one thing, right? Jake Fromm is a beast. Jake Fromm is the Peyton Manning of the SEC right now. Meaning that he's beating you before the snap. Peyton, uh, Jake Fromm actually has... He's played in two less games, but this year he and he's actually thrown the ball less this year. But he has more yards, more touchdowns, less interceptions. That's all Jake Fromm has done to keep his job. So it's not a race thing. That's the one thing I want to tell you. It's not a race thing. Thing. It's the who's the best player thing. Now, with that being said, let's look at signing day. What do my dogs do on signing day? My, what my dog, all my dogs did was um, sign the number two class. Um, they got Nicobe Dean. Nolan Smith. They got the, they signed the top the top player again. You got Nolan Smith, um, who's let's say as a defensive end, probably gonna play outside linebacker. Um they got the top inside linebacker. They got uh man, off of, they they showed up the front seven and yeah, the front seven in the offensive line. Right? K Mays, Xavier Trust. Not K Mays, oh man, Clay Webb, excuse me. Xavier Trust. And um Warren McClendon, they got some good players. Georgia is, listen, Georgia doesn't have the scholarships right now. Right, I think Georgia's down to about 20, 
2022 scholarships, right? And in order to sign a full class, they're going to need some attrition. And Justin feels him leaving will help out in the short term. But, um, yeah, but they signed, they shorted their front seven. Now, what Georgia did have to do and what Georgia did is uh, they they went and flipped four-star quarterback Dwan Mathis at Ohio State. I don't know much about the kid, um, honestly, but he's 6'6", 205. And he's he, he's coming in with the expectation, hey, I'm going to sit behind Jake Fromm, learn from Jake Fromm, and then when he's gone, I'm taking over. I'm going to be ready. And his friend is one of the top-rated offensive linemen. He, he's probably going to end up playing defensive line. And he's probably coming to Georgia. And he's a, his teammate, and he's a year behind him. So what am I saying? Listen, if you're a dog fan, Justin Fields leaving, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got quarterback covered for at least the next two years. Stetson Bennett, Stetson Bennett is back on campus. Um, the mailman, right? Um, he's not the biggest. <laughs> That's the one thing I will tell you. But he's hey, he, he's a gutsy player. And he, you'll see him play. You'll see him play next year. I guarantee you will. He'll probably be the backup next year. Um, and he's, he's on scholarship. So, yeah, they're going to play him next year. And, yeah, so that's what you got. Georgia's in a better place. And and, and he, here's something else I want to say. Back to Justin Fields. Justin Fields played at the detriment of Jake Fromm. If Justin Fields wouldn't, been, wouldn't have been there, Jake Fromm, in fact, I'll probably say if Justin Fields didn't play in the national championship game, if they didn't try to, they they weren't forcing him in there. It's 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 possible to say that Georgia would have won that game, and I'm not saying Justin Fields lost the game, but what it did, it threw off Jake Jake's rhythm, threw off his rhythm. That's all I'm saying. So don't say, oh no no Armand, you 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 just bashing on. No, I'm not bashing. I'm not bashing Fields. In fact, I was, there was no, go back and listen to the podcast. I was so happy when Justin Fields came. I'm still happy that we got him. I'd be happy if we keep him. But at the same time, if he doesn't want to be there, I'm one of those people like this. This is me. If you don't want to be here, all right, kick rocks. God bless you. Hope you succeed wherever you go. Hope you find truth and happiness in wherever you're going. That's me. But I don't need you. I don't need you. We're gonna, I'm going to be all right without you. I was all right before you got here, and I'll be all right without you. And that's how I think Dog Nation needs to be. I think Dog Nation needs to say, hey, Justin Phillips, we want you, but hey, if you don't want to be here, go. Too much of a distraction. That's why I say it's drama, drama, drama. Because Justin Fields, you knew, you knew coming in, what you were up against. That's the truth. That's the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Drama. Everybody loves it, right? Everybody loves it. But hey, you know what? Um that's enough that's enough about um about uh football. It, listen, it's almost Christmas time. Christmas will be here Tuesday. Christmas in like what, four days, five days? Yeah, five days. By the time you're here, it's yeah, five days. Um, you know, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about Christmas. Not so much about Christmas itself, the day. Um, 
But I'm excited because the 24th, like, man, we're going to have, um, I'm excited about my family's Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Uh, everybody's going to be at my mom's house and we got, man, I I don't know. I'm, I'm happy. Christmas is like one of my favorite times of the year, but at the same time, I never really do a whole lot, but I'm, for some reason this year, I'm super excited about Christmas. Super excited about Christmas. And I can't wait. I, can't, I really, I really, I really can't wait. Um, man, wow. It's all, and the fact that I'm saying, like almost a year ago today, uh, I think it's when I started the podcast. Um, and yeah, but a year, man, what a different, this 365 days is, man, it's flying. It's moving, right? It is, it is moving. And I don't really know what to say. Oh, one thing <clears throat> I do want to say, right? There's one thing I do want to tell you. So, you know, I watch movies and everything. And the one thing I, I want to say is that I went and watched um, Morris from America. It's an indie film with uh, Craig. Oh, man. What's Craig? Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. In um, Morris from America. Man, watch this movie. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called Morris from America. And I want to tell you guys to watch this movie. I really enjoyed this movie, right? It's about an American kid in Heidelberg, Germany. I can relate. I was an American kid in Frankfurt, Germany. <laughs> I was an American kid in Athens, Greece. So I can relate to it. So I know what it's like to uh, live over there. So I don't know. Maybe that's why it kind of it kind of um, resonated with me just a little bit. But I will tell you, go and watch this movie. Morris from America is a good movie. It's a really, really, really... A really good movie. So I'm just asking you guys, go. If you're looking for something to watch, go watch it. And also, um, listen, I got my, I want to share with you my top three uh, Christmas movies, right? Of course, it's a Christmas story. A Christmas story. That's my favorite movie. I love to watch that movie. Followed by Home Alone, one and two. I love both of them. Two, I think, is actually a little bit funnier. But I got to, I can't watch one without watching two. And then three. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Those are my top three, my top three Christmas movies. And then, you know, like my, my, my daughter, Nisha, um, she loves this Christmas. But those are my top three, my top three Christmas movies. So I, I'm interested to know what's yours. What's yours? And also, I don't like eggnog. That's one thing I don't like. I don't like eggnog. People are like, oh, you don't like eggnog? No, eggnog is disgusting. I don't like it. You try add a little rum to you? Nope, I don't want no eggnog. Looking milk just just doesn't mix, in my opinion. It's like meatloaf and anything doesn't mix. I hate meatloaf. But nevertheless, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. And so with that being said, guys, listen, this is your boy Armand Rashad saying thank you for listening to The Beard Always Wins. Uh, the Beard Always Wins is a movement. It's a lifestyle. More importantly, it's a podcast and one that, you, one that you should be listening to. And so with that being said, may the odds always be in your favor. May the force be with you. Live long and prosper. Stay golden, pony boy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. And um, is there anything else I'm listening? I'm missing? No, I don't think. I think I've covered them all. Oh, Happy Kwanzaa. And the beard always wins. Thank you, guys. Peace.